Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Well, last night, a Republican senator and a Democratic senator participated in a debate. Now, that may not sound so unique in an election year, but this debate had nothing to do with the upcoming elections. Neither of them are up for re-election this year. So what was it that brought them together? It was the second installment uh, and second part of the Senate Project debate series. Uh, debuted its second debate between Senators Rob Portman, a Republican from Ohio, and Chris Murphy, a Democrat uh, from Connecticut yesterday. Uh, the Hatch Foundation, of course, right here in Utah, is part of just this unique coalition that has brought this together. So you have the Hatch Foundation, the Kennedy Institute, Edward M. Kennedy Institute, and the Bipartisan Policy Center uh, coming together for some real nice Oxford-style debates uh, between leading U.S. senators and really trying to restore that great debate in what should be the great deliberative body of the United States Senate. Uh, Matt Sanger is going to join us in just a moment from uh, the Hatch Foundation, but I want to go to a little bit of the sound because one of the things that I love about what the Hatch Foundation and what these uh, tag team partners are doing, this isn't about a kumbaya kind of debate. This is not about you know group hug and hug it out kind of stuff. It's about real serious debate and differences and doing it in an elevated way with respect. So I want to go to one of the areas where Senator Portman and Senator Murphy disagreed on both the cause and the right solution, but just get a sense of the the tone and the approach. So let's start with Senator Rob Portman. He explained what he believed is causing inflation and what lawmakers should be doing and shouldn't be doing about it. We don't have to be here. I mean, we already were in a tough situation coming out of the first phase of COVID where you had a constriction on the supply side. But as the economics students know here, it's about that mismatch between demand and supply. And so we should be doing everything we can to try to loosen up the supply side, which I would argue that the Biden administration has not done. Uh, But also on the demand side, we really blew it in March of last year. So about 16 months ago, we passed the biggest spending bill in the history of the Congress of either side. And now we see this reconciliation bill and and I oppose it uh, primarily because of the tax provisions. I think it's a big mistake to raise taxes at a time when we're trying to get the economy back on track and deal with these inflationary pressures. We can argue about whether it's really a recession, but I will just tell you the people I know back home, lower middle income families, people on fixed income, it's already a recession. There's no question. It already was long before we had these latest numbers. So people are hurting. The economy is in trouble, inflation is too high, and yet it seems like we're doing exactly the same thing we did 16 months ago, which is to say that the government should be spending more, in this case also taxing more. Senator Chris Murphy, again, Democrat from Connecticut, responded to Senator Portman saying, actually, the economy's got some strength to it. There's some things that are going well and that some of the new Democratic legislation will actually help with inflation. This is an economy that is admittedly on fire. We have 3.6% unemployment, virtually unprecedented. We have wages growing, inequality shrinking, fewer 
kids in poverty than at any time in recent memory. On the other side, there is no doubt that costs are increasing, that inflation has been a consequence of a fast-growing economy. Um, this week, we are going to take up a piece of legislation that will address this cost crunch for consumers across the country. This is a piece of legislation that is going to dramatically reduce health care costs, in particular for seniors, who are never going to pay more than $2,000 out of pocket for drugs. This piece of legislation, by investing in renewable energy, can bring down energy prices for consumers by 10%. And yes, we do ask a handful of the most affluent, most profitable corporations to pay at least 15% of their income in taxes to pay their fair share, but that is what is necessary in order to deliver cost relief to the people that need it most. Matt Zagrin's the executive director at the Hatch Foundation, friend of the show and a great insider. Uh, Matt, as you uh, watched that play out last night, again, interesting, very different perspectives coming from Senator Murphy and from Senator Portman. Uh, and yet it was a it was a very civil conversation through the whole thing. They didn't have to agree on a, on everything, but uh, but they did elevate the dialogue, to be sure. No, boy, the, the two words I would use to describe last night and, and the level of debate, as you said, was substance and civility, really. And these two senators who are polar opposites, they're opposite sides of the political spectrum, they were, to, they were able to engage in a very substantive debate. It was, you know, you, you take someone like a Chris Murphy and a Rob Portman, right? They are what we would say in Washington speak, political wonks. They're very, very much into the weeds. But you could observe how they could go back and forth and debate the issues. You know, Chris Murphy, he has his approach. Rob Portman has his approach. And at the end of the day, they were able to flesh these out. They weren't yelling at each other. They weren't running from each other. They were trying to work it out. And as I was watching them in person at this event, um, it was downtown in, at George Washington University's campus, um, you, can, you can see that they are friends. And that they really wanted to get along. I don't know, Boyd, if you caught what Senator Murphy said. He's like, you know, when we don't litigate things on social media issues, we can actually get things done. And because that's what's happening in this 24-7 news cycle where everyone just jumps on Twitter and yells at each other. Nothing does get anything. Nothing happens. But, for example, on the latest gun compromise, wherever you may be, Bottom line is you had senators from both sides work together, and, and Senator Murphy acknowledged that he did not take that issue to Twitter. He worked behind closed doors with his, his colleagues. It was really refreshing to hear that. Yeah, I'm glad you, you raised the, uh, the gun uh, debate uh, because I thought that was also an interesting substantive portion of this. Uh, but I want to go back to, to what you mentioned, that the, there were, there was, it was very clear that they get along. Uh, they disagree. Yeah on so many things, uh, but they actually get along. And I think that's important for the country to see that, uh, that, you know, the country is at its best when we have these big, open, roiling debates about real principles and real policy. And we can do it with some grace and we can do it with some civility. And that actually leads us to spaces where we can actually get a different kind of solution. Well, and that's right. If you listen to what Senator Portman said last night of Ohio, you know, they've, been worth, they've gotten a lot done this past Congress. They've had the bipartisan infrastructure bill. 
the semiconductor bill that just came across. Everyone's been um, working very well on Ukraine. And, you know, you saw how Senators Murphy and Portman, they were totally aligned on foreign policy. Everyone agreed China is a concern. Ukraine is a concern. We've got to work together on this. And let's park our politics and let's move forward and what is the best for our country. And that's what I got out of this. It was, you know, it was, it was really good to see those back and forth. And that's really what, that's the whole point behind the Senate project. That's what the Orangey Hatch Foundation is really trying to promote here. Civility and solutions, working with the Bipartisan Policy Center, of course, and the Edward M. Kennedy Institute. You couldn't find a greater group of partners on this. It, it's just been a, a really wonderful experience and, and project to be a part of with them. Uh, fantastic. Matt Sanger is the executive director at the Hatch Foundation, and this is a project worth following. There are more debates to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, the Bipartisan Policy Center, the Orangey Hatch Foundation, and the Edward M. Kennedy Institute. Uh, I, that's just a, a great tag team, and we look forward to more great debates coming up about real issues. And I actually just love the fact that both Senator Portman and Senator Murphy are kind of wonky, uh, but they really had no, a, they a great conversation. <laughs> well, have your folks go to orrenhatchfoundation.org. We'll be announcing the third debate. It's coming to Utah. I promise you will not be disappointed. We can't release the details yet, but it's coming. And it's going to be fantastic. Folks can watch uh, last night's debate on our website at warrenhatchfoundation.org. Fantastic. And uh, Matt, we'll have you back to make that big announcement uh, when uh, we have the, thanks, the the two people ready to roll for a debate right here in the state of Utah. That's going to be an important day. Uh, Matt, thanks again for joining us. Always a pleasure. Thank you. All right. We'll step aside for bottom of the hour news and much more to come on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Stick around. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear-gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.